So it has come to my attention that not everybody knows what Halloween is and where it started, which is a particular problem for those of us that are trying to celebrate. So I'm going to drop a knowledge bomb. Okay. Kaboom. Right. We could use some, uh, any knowledge about Halloween in Australia, couldn't we? It turns out a lot of Americans could use any knowledge. Really? Yeah. It's only got more rocket than we do. Yeah, but it's very new to America. Like, only the last hundred years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I suppose we should start with the most basic of fact. Halloween happens once a year, on October 31st. Yeah, invented by Jack O'Lantern um, as a ploy to sell candy to boys. No. Oh. That, that is not even close. Okay. It has had many names throughout the years. But basically the purpose has always been the same. Okay. So it started about 2,000 years ago as part of the ancient Celtic festival of Soan. Of Soan? Mm-hmm. What about Soan? So it was... The festival usually started on November 1st because that was the start of the new year. Uh-huh. Because it was the day that ended summer and the harvest and signified the start of winter. Oh, shit, which was dark and cold and lots of people died because huh. it was dark and cold. They didn't uh, have like air conditioners and stuff. No, and the like, were dark and cold and lots of people died. Yeah. So they believe that the night before sowing Mm-hmm. was when the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred and so the dead were able to return to the earth because yep. it was you know dark and cold um and because the dead were coming back to the earth they would cause trouble and damage their crops and just you know be mischief makers in general Chicken. But they also thought that because, like, the lines were blurred, the Celtic priests had better luck at predicting future events. Oh, I had that go for them. Well, I mean, it probably worked pretty good because they had everyone tricked into believing what they said was real. They used to tell um, single ladies that if you name the acorns after your different suitors and you throw them in the fire, the one that didn't burn was the person you were supposed to marry because you know the the love didn't burn out or they would get women to um peel an apple and throw the apple peel over their shoulder and however it fell on the ground that was the initial of your husband Hmm. so i suppose there are a lot of people that were named with like a c and an o and a I'm looking at my apple core shavings and I see I see that one day we will drive at a Prius. Yeah. So that was what they thought was, you know. But when you consider that they were leading into the long and cold and crappy winter, at least this was a little bit of comfort. Yeah, it's kind of like a you know, a muck up day before winter sucks. Yeah. Um, and so 
It was also a night where they would build these big bonfires and they'd burn crops and animals as sacrifices so that, you know, they would make it through winter. Yeah. And in order to do this, they had to wear costumes that were usually just dead animals so that if any of the dead spirits or the evil spirits saw them, they'd be like, ah, fellow dead man, good, I'll leave you alone. Weird. For a second, I thought it was going to touch on, like, all the wicked nonsense in Nicolas Cage's Wicker Man. But no, bamboozling ghost. It didn't go the way I thought it would. No, no, it was purely a, ah, I see that you're already dead. I'll just float this way. You see, I too am the dead. Ah. Um, this was also the start of food exchange of the night. Because the families used to leave, like, a little thing of fancy food at their front door. So that if a ghost came to their house, they would be, like, tricked by the food. And they'd be like, oh, look, they left out this nice yummy hamburger. I'm just going to take this. Go back to bed. Go to bed. Yeah. Yep. So they left food out the front of their house. Right. Mm. But by 43 CE, which is common era... AD for use playing at home that you're not a history major. Mm-hmm. Um, the Roman Empire had conquered most of Celtland, which was North France, Scotland, Ireland, Britannia, that kind of. And Puerto region. Rico. Uh, <laughs> and over the next 400 years, they combined the um, Celtic Festival of Solon with some of their own festivals. A lot of uh, festivals and holidays now are just like a mismatch of three or four different things. Yep. Um, so the first festival that the Romans like mixed into it was Ferali, which was the day that the Romans commemorated the passing of the dead. Mm-hmm. So they'd like share stories of, you know, family members that had passed or great leaders and stuff like that. Um, and the other festival was a day to honour Pomona, who is the goddess of fruit and trees. Yep. Because if they, like, gave her honour leading into winter, she would keep their plants, like, fertilised during the winter, so that during the next spring they would have a really great crop. So they had a, a great god for fruit. Yes. Do and there, tree. There's maybe too many great gods. No, no, this is wrong. Well, that whole area has a lot of... Yes. A lot of gods. Um, and her symbol was an apple. And so they used to go bobbing for apples. So when you, when someone tells you, hey, go bobbing for apples, be like, hey, our tree's fruit 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Don't need to bob for no apple. Nobody ever bobbed for an apple. I did once. It's really hard and you get water up your nose. Hmm. Okay, but anyway, so that's, you know, magical event. So then by 609, the popes, the popes have started getting in. Hmm. You should get them out. Um, they, Pope Beneface the Fourth had Beneface. 
had dedicated the Parthenon in Rome to the Catholic feast of All Martyrs Day. And then Pope Gregory III expanded this to All Saints Day and was like, hey, look, I know normally we celebrate this in, like, May, but how about we do it on, like, November? Because there's this, like, huge area that we're trying to convert to Christianity and they have this big festival that they do on November 1st. And we could be like, hey, you guys, you have a big festival on November 1st. We have a big festival on November 1st. We should, like, have a big festival on November 1st together. It's kind of Christianity. Kind of like how they did Christmas. Christianity. I'm a Catholic, by the way, so it's fine. <laughs> and so they replaced Soen with All Saints Day, which was celebrated with big bonfires. Yeah. Parades mm -hmm. and dressing up as saints, angels, or devils. Hmm. So basically, Christianity was just like, you do the thing you were doing before, but our way. Yeah, do it, do your thing, but we're gonna add a bunch of like propaganda and bullshit to it. Pretty much. Hmm. So this is during Middle English, and the word for All Saints Day is Alhalomessi. a really hard word to pronounce or all hallows all hallows eve. so the night before is all hallows eve mm -hmm. which is still a term now isn't it it is definitely rings a bell um because it's either called all hallows eve halloween or some people spell it h-a-l-l-o-w-e apostrophe e-n mm -hmm. that's the german spelling because Eve in German is E-R-E-N or something. Like, it's like weird spelling. So, like, get out of here, you extra letter. Mm. E. Um, so, this is all taking place in Europe. But guess what happened recently? Can you guess what happened? iPhone... Uh, 10XL came out? Not like today recently, like about 1776. Mm. The iPhone 2. America became a thing! Yay! Oh. America. Um, so yeah, it um, America was like a newly developing place. And um, in the south, they celebrated this autumn festival, but not Halloween, just autumn festival. Yeah. Because they were excited because they'd made it through summer and they had food. Usually a thing you're pretty excited about. Um, however, by the late 1800s, America was flooded with all these new immigrants because Ireland was trying to flee the Irish potato famine. <laughs> and what were the Irish I... previously celebrating? Potato Day, apparently. It's amazing that they had to leave a country because it ran out of spud. No, they had too many spud. That was all they had left. That's, it's not a famine if they're out of spud. No, it's the potato famine because they were famine from eating everything because there was only potatoes. No, they ran out of potatoes. No, there was only We'll do a bonus episode about potatoes later. <laughs> 
Stay tuned for that. Are you seriously arguing with me? I'm a history major. Potatoes. Yes. I know. There was only potatoes left in Ireland. No, no. You Google it while we're on here and you can give us a little blurb at the end. Anyway. Listeners, I don't know what my phone is. So the Irish brought within the tradition of dressing up in costumes and going from house to house begging for food or money. Mm -hmm. And the Americans were like, this is a pretty cool idea, but how about it be about communities and getting together with your neighbours and things like that. And so they started having parties that were focused on games and food and nice festive costumes so all the newspapers started encouraging parents they were like please remove all the frightening grotesque parts of halloween we don't want the scary stuff don't tell your children that it's like nana coming back from the grave okay and so it lost a lot of its superstitious and religious overtones and then in the 1920s and 30s they were holding big parties in the center of town. But then, oh no, there's all this vandalism. So in the 1950s, they were like, look, just do it in your house and do it at school because then you can look after the kids. And all the families were like, let's make trick-or-treating a thing because if we give the children small treats like candy, they, they won't play tricks on us. Yeah, it's, it's like a black family thing. Yeah, and and that was modern day trick or treating. Yeah, that's my cool story about all the way to modern day. How do you feel about that, Toby? So when people say, "Oh, they'll celebrate Halloween," that's an American thing. Yet they still are fine with Easter, Christmas, other holidays, presumably. They're very not... They haven't researched very hard, have they? No. So, it was, it was kind of started as like a... Hey, a bunch of us are about to die, let's have a big party. Yeah, let's do it. And then it transformed into a... Hey, we want to conquer your people. And then it transformed into a... Hey, that's a good way to have a party. Yeah, it's ended up being a good, good party. So um, also there it's was pretty good. The, all the potato crops got infected, so everyone stopped to death. Because apparently that's all they had. Yeah, because there's no potatoes. You can't take my side of the argument now that it, the argument's over. I'm allowed to do whatever I like. Okay, so, Toby, do you... Maybe you should introduce the show. Nah. Okay. Do you know why orange and black are the traditional colours of Halloween? Because it would be like autumn trees. Is that right? And where's the black? Burn the trees down. No, because they're bringing into the dark days of I don't know. Trees don't, t- trees don't autumn in Australia. I suppose. It's Why like, are spiders a spooky symbol? Because they bite on your fucking foot. No. It's because a spider's web signifies the passing of time, progress, and fate. Weird. Why are bats a signal? Um, I don't know. I think it's bad propaganda because they're just like, they're just little flappy copies. It's because they like the dark. 
and because witch hunters were sure that um, witches could turn into vampire bats. Why are black cats a symbol of Halloween? Because they're annoying and they get up on my kitchen counter. That's my black cat? Yep. (laughs) Yes, because they believed that witches turned into black cats when they were being hunted. Because it was a witch's familiar. Yeah. Jack-o'-lanterns used to be turnips. They did used to be turnips. Do you want to tell us about that? No, that's all I know. I have not delved any further. I'm saying they were gross looking. Yeah, they're pretty weird looking. So, um... I'm thinking of a radish. I was going to say a turnip looks like a, like a carrot, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's like white. During Solon, which was the Celtic festival at the beginning, mm-hmm. people realised that they were putting out little plates of like really good food. So they used to go around and knock on the door and they would read like verses of poems and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you answered the door, you had to give them some of the food that you'd put out. So they used to dress up as demons so that the evil spirits and the ghosts couldn't pick on them. But they used to have little turn-up lights so that they could see where they were going and so that it looked like they were, like, holding a head on their hand and it would freak out the spirits. That's silly. But then when they went to America, Mm -hmm. turnips were really hard, but they had this weird American pumpkin that was really soft and big. So they're like, hey, why don't we just cut faces out of that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where the jack-o'-lantern comes from. Hmm. I do like a good jack-o'-lantern. I thought it was pretty good. Um, what are some other things that I know about? Do you know where witches come from? Mummy and daddy witches. Daddy witch can't be a witch. He's a Um. Don't assume my witch gender. So, back during the Black Plague. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people lost their wives or their, like, husbands and that. And you used to make ale for your family. But because there was, like, a bunch of people that didn't have family, there was a group of women that would get together and make a whole big vat of ale and then would go to events and sell it. And so that you could find the ale wife, they wore big pointy hats. So you could be like, ha, there's one over there, quick, go and get our booze. Mm. But then you had these women who didn't have a family but had this huge income and they were starting to become more popular than the church. And we all know how that story goes. Mm. So the church was like, depicting them as these evil women who, you know, they would sell their booze to the devil because it was part of sin and stuff like that. It's kind of like if and the church were really mad at the women who make Anzac biscuits. Yeah. Just let them make their cookie, it's fine. No, if you make a cookie, you must be selling it to the devil, so we've got to hunt you down. No, it can be a heavenly cookie. No cookie. No. Bad cookies. Ah, but that's what an ale wife is. Mm. She's, she's just... She's not a witch. She's just a lady that's making some booze. Yeah. Making some money on the side. I didn't tell our story very well, but it's very interesting to look into. Yeah. Do you have any other spooky boo? 
that you want to talk about? No, we can talk about why we're recording this mini episode. Why are we recording this mini episode? Um, well, we have, you know, our standard episodes, but we also thought it would be good to have our big Spooker Palooza finale put on actual Halloween, which meant we had to sort of fill a little, well, like a half week. Yeah. So this is this is like a like a lazy episode. It's not lazy. I put a lot of research into yeah, this episode. It's, it's like a micro one. It's a mini episode. Mm. Not so lazy. It's an hors d'oeuvre. We're getting you mid prepared. Also, we had a friend who hosts a big community Halloween event, and she's been getting a lot of trouble because people keep ripping down her posters and that. And I was like. Dude, that's not very nice to go around being like, you can't celebrate Halloween because it's American. It's fucking not. It's not. Mm. It's Irish. And I'm sure all those fuckers have Christmas break at their work. Probably. Mm, Hypocrites. Like, getting their dick sucks, don't like sucking dick. It's wrong. Yes, that's what they do. Can, can we tell the dubious tide while we record this? Ironically, I've been researching Nightmare on Elm Street for the last, you know, couple of days. Why? Because that's next week's episode. <gasps> and then we got Spookapalooza. Yeah. That's a high five, listeners. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, it was a very lazy high five. But mm. Neither of us are really, really in it. I'm crumbling because if I fall asleep, they get you. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, this has been our mini episode, I suppose. This has been a, this. This is another episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. Um, today's host was Kirsten. Booyah. And also, I've been here. Don't forget to follow. Um, subscribe. And rate right, and review. Mhm. Do all that stuff. Apparently, Email it helps, us. but I wouldn't know. Yeah, because no one's done it yet. Be the first. Send us a message. Yeah, ideas you'd like to see for next year's Halloween, or perhaps just any old shit you want before then. Spookapaloozerous. Yeah. Send us your top ten want list. We will make do with one. And like us on Facebook to see news articles that are normally really disappointing. Yeah. Sometimes we post on stuff, though. Okay. We got anything else to add to Paul? This is technically an educational episode, which is unusual. (laughs) Which is unusual that it is unusual because it was supposed to be an educational podcast, but we end up just talking about nothing. We're Wayward School. Oh, yeah, we're very Wayward. Yeah. Today's more school, less Wayward. Yeah. On on the Wayward School of Wayward Nerd. Hmm. Okay. Um. Fuck you. And fuck your mum. Class dismissed. Hello and welcome to another episode of School for Wayward Nerds. This week we are dropping the knowledge bombs. We're learning about what is Halloween. This is Halloween. What the fuck is Halloween? Everybody scream. Oh god. So, so, if you want to learn about what a Halloween is, stick around. Also, you should like, rate, and review, and subscribe, and send us a message, because we need more friends.